the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pierce the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Those of us who are born again believers are some blessed people. Oh, yes, we are. One of the many reasons why we're as blessed as we are is because of who our God is and how much he loves us. He does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the things that our God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. The Bible teaches us that he opens doors that nobody can close. Doors that he opens so that we can walk through and receive as well as to achieve all that he has planned and prepared for me and you. To walk through, we have to first believe that it's true. He really did open a door of opportunity for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he opened for me and you. And that all that he opened a door for us to obtain and do will never be obtained or done by me and you. That's why it's important that we learn to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn over with me, please, to Proverbs chapter 3. This year is a year to do what God said do. Proverbs chapter 3. We'll start reading verse 1. Of course, this, you know, out of Proverbs, which is teaching a king how to be a king. You're the kings that God made king of this world. So he wants you to know how to be a king. He says, my son, verse one, forget not my law, which is his word, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Not just your head, but your heart. Because see, a lot of us are just doing it out of our head. But it's time for this stuff to drop into our hearts. Because see, the heart is where the issues of life flow from. The heart is where the power comes from. See, the head is the battlefield. That's just how you think. And Satan got stuff blowing up in our heads all the time, all kind of thoughts that are hitting our heads, telling us that this is what's going to happen and that's what's going to happen and this is not what's going to happen and that's not what's going to happen. But you're going to know that, remember that Revelation 3 told you, behold, I've opened unto you a door. So if I told you I opened unto you a door, I don't care what's standing in front of you telling you you're not going to have it. You need to walk through and believe what I'm saying to you and do what I'm telling you to do and watch what I have manifest for you. Because a lot of us, have in the past sat back to see what God's going to do and then I'll believe it. God said, no, I need you to believe it so that you can see what I'm going to do. Because if you don't believe it, you'll never see what I'm going to do. That's why a lot of us even in this room, some of the people in this room, not a lot, but some of the people in this room still don't really believe God's word is true. We're just sticking around just in case. Hey, man. Verse two. This is what happens if you do what God tells you to do. For length of days and long life, and peace 
shall they add to thee. For length of days, that's good news. None of our lives had to be cut short. Amen. And long life, that's good. And peace, everybody say peace. That's where nothing's missing, nothing's broken, everything is intact and entire, operating the way it's supposed to do. Shall they add to thee? These things are added to thee. So there's no, no, no small wonder why it says in this next verse, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the tables of thine heart. I guess I would. If I found out that those things add all that to me and greater to the destruction, if I don't do it, brother going to wrap it around his neck. He going to write it on his hands. Are you listening to me? Come on. We used to cheat it in school, writing answers on your hand and stuff like that. <laughs> Time for you to get write you some cheat sheets. I'm teaching real good right now. Y'all laughing. I'm teaching. Better write you some cheat sheets. Carry them bad boys around with you in your wallet. Pull it out. Yeah, God said. God said. God said. Because there's some thoughts that's going to be hitting you that you're going to. God, some of y'all going to have to laminate that stuff. Because you're going to have to pull it out so much you're going to be tearing it up. I'm teaching. It says when the storms come. Didn't it say when? Amen. Now, for the world, that's going to be jacked. For us, we're going to be like, whatever. Everybody practice it, whatever. Because we know it, God's word is true. He said, you better let not mercy and truth forsake thee. I like that because it says, let not mercy and truth forsake thee, which means you have something to do with it. It's a decision that you make. Bind them about thy heart and write them upon the tables of thy heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Everybody say all thy heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy eye, direct thy paths. He said trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Not part of thy heart and definitely not none of thy heart. But you got to trust him with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Did not we here for almost a whole year to, to quit, to quit, to get rid of your thinking and pick up his thinking? There's a reason why he told us that for a whole year. Because for this whole year, you need to drop your thinking and pick up his thinking. <laughs> he said in verse 7, come back right after that, be not wise in thine own eyes. Because a lot of us think we smart. A lot, a lot of us think we know exactly what to do. God said, no, no, precious. Let me show you what to do. Let me show you what to think. Let me show you how to think about that matter. Or say, I don't know if I believe all that. Let me show you what to think about that matter. Because great will be the destruction if you don't listen to what it is he has to say. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Depart from evil. Everybody look over at a neighbor somewhere and say, hey. The Bible say, depart from evil. Lean not to your own understanding. Depart from evil. Amen, amen, amen. Because a lot of us have our own understanding about what evil is and what evil ain't. God said, no, depart from your understanding, and I need you to understand my understanding. Are you listening to me? Because your understanding is what, it, 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 uh, let me do it this way. My understanding is the, is the theme song of the people whose house fell. The folk that house fell, they had an understanding. Oh, that's all I need to do. I don't need to dig all deep in no ground. I know that's what they're doing, but that, they, they're just silly. They don't take all that. All them church services and stuff like that, all them fellowships and all this word and all this studying and all this stuff like that. And how long that brother preach? Over in my church, we do 15 minutes. That's why y'all got that little, that little Pop-Tart life. Praise God. Are you listening to me? And we're going to find out this year. 
because great is going to be the destruction. I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching real good. So, so he needs us to, he needs us to not be wise in our own eyes, but fear God and depart from evil. Why is that? Because it should be health to thy navel and marrow to thy, to thy bones. Some of us, our healing has not manifested because of our rebelliousness in doing what God said do. I tell you what, I'll do it when God do. No. <laughs> Verse 9, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit all thine increase. Did he say all thine increase? So he ain't only talking about your obedience in relationship to how you conduct yourself. He's also talking about your obedience in relationship to what you do with your money this year. Amen. Why, now, why do I want to do that? So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Don't you want some new wine? Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm talking, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm talking in, in an allergy. I'm not, you know, like, amen. Some folks are like, yeah. <laughs> Stay with me now. Verse 11, I might as well go there too since I'm here. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord. Neither be weary of his correction. Because I told you before, he's going to keep coming at you. This year, he's going to front you. Why? Because he wants to devil out your life. He wants you to stop all this nonsense and strife. He wants you to stop all this confusion and all this ignoring of what the word of God has to say. And he's going to keep coming at you this year. Get ready to get fronted this year like you ain't never been fronted before. My son, my son despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than merchandise of silver and the gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days are in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are, are, are ways of, of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold unto her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. Glory to God. So what we're going to do, we're going to retain the Lord. We're going to hold on to what it is. We're going to hold fast to what it is that God has said. And we're going to lock in with what God said, and we're going to believe what God said. Everybody say believe. believe. Because that's what God wants us to do. St. John chapter 6. This year, the words that we've been speaking are going to be true. John chapter 6. Let's start reading verse 27. Well, verse 26, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God. This is what he wants you to do, y'all. This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. That ye believe on him whom he hath sent. See, this is the work God wants you to do. This is what we're laboring to enter into, that we believe him and then believe what he said. Believe him and then believe what he said. That's why Jesus said unto us in Mark chapter, Matthew chapter 11, to come unto me, all ye who labor and who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because he needs you to believe him first. And once you believe him, 
the rest of what he tells you to do is going to be a simple thing to do. Because once you know who he really is, I said really is, soon as you know who he really is and you know who he represents in the father, because he, it represents everything that he's about, the father's about and everything the father's about, he's about. Once you understand that, then you'll be able to hold fast to him and what it is that he has said. You'll be able to hold on to the name that he's given you to be able to utilize so that you can be able to step into the fullness of what he has in store for you. You'll be able to lock in with that and not let go. Because remember, keep, uh, uh, keep your finger here, go back over to Revelation chapter 3. He was telling us that he has opened on a door for, for us. Verse 8, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, but watch this now, and hast kept my word. Because you retained and held on to his word, and trusted his word, and, 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 and kept his word, and has not denied my name. Anytime we do not keep God's word, we deny his name. We deny his greatness. We deny everything about him because we say that something else is greater than him. That's why I'm relying on something else other than him. But this year, we're going to find out that there's no better person to rely upon than the living God. And we're going to keep digging deep into his word until we hit that solidness that's only found in the word that gives us the ability to be able to now be able to, to trust that enough to be able to lay the foundations of our entire house on, the foundation of our entire life on. I know what I'm talking about, because when I found out about this word, I'm telling you, when I found out about this word, I was living a life totally outside of the word of God. But when I found out about this word, I trusted, I mean, I trusted everything to the Lord. Because when I found out that he's true and that his word is really there for me and you, I put my family's life, I put myself, I put my wife's life, I put my children's life, I put my future I put everything that I had in his hand and say, I'm going to trust you and do what it is that you said you're going to do. And that's what's called faith. It's called absolute confidence, absolute assurance, absolute reliance, and absolute trust on him and what he has said. That, he, that since I'm trusting you, then I'm not going to do anything other than what it is that you said do. I'm just going to lock in with you. And because I'm going to lock in with you, I know you're going to do what you said you're going to do. Because I found out he's not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent. He don't change his mind. He don't say something one day and change it another day. That once he declares it, then that's what he's going to cause to be able to come to pass. Because he told us a whole for a whole year that no word of mine is void of power, but it'll accomplish everything I please and the thing that I send it to do. That, when, that since it's that way, then I can trust him and trust what he has to say. Are you listening to me? This year, you're going to learn to put your whole, the whole of your trust on God, to be able to rely upon, to lean all your weight upon. I mean, not, not leave, leave, a lot of, leave yourself, you know, a little bit, you know, over here in such a way where, you know, well, you know I just got to stay balanced in this thing because if you lean too far, you might fall. See, no, you don't trust. You're going to learn to trust God, that if God said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. All I got to do is know what he told me to do, do what he told me to do, and he's going to be able to come through for me and you. Are you listening to me? God wants you to learn to trust him like that. Oh, yes, he does. God wants you to learn to trust him like that. Because when we learn to trust the living God like that, then we get a chance to move forward into these awesome things that God has in store for us. And if we don't, well, praise God, let me read you that too. Deuteronomy chapter 28. This is the part of Deuteronomy 28 that don't, folk don't like to read. We usually stop around verse 15. We'd be like, that's enough right there. That's enough. <laughs> because this is what's going to happen to me. Yeah, well, amen. We'll see what, you know, sometimes it's just as inspiring to find out what happens if you don't do. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Start reading verse 15. But it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God 
to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Stop. I got to make sure I clear everything up theologically. God does not cause curses to come into your life. God does not cause curses to come into your life. Remember, God is our protection. Once Adam sinned, sin entered into the world and death thereby. And once death entered into the world, it now had free reign to be able to cause death to manifest in everybody else's life. And there was no other choices. Death had to manifest because of the choice that Adam made. But yet God comes to present us a choice between life and death, blessings and curses. Just the fact that God is there presents an opportunity for life. The death was already there. And so blessings manifest because of God's word. Curses manifest because of us not operating in God's word. Once we step into God's word, God's word gives us the protection from the curses that will automatically manifest if you do not do what God told you, if you do not do what God told you to do. But God gives us a choice to be able to step out of the curse into the blessing, out of death into life. Are you listening to me? And so because of that, these are not things that are going to happen that God's going to throw in the midst of your life if, if you don't do what he says. No, this will happen because you don't do what he says. Are you listening to me? Now, he's all this stuff's going to happen to you. Let's drop down to verse 63 because we're not going to go into that long list of things. I just want a couple of them just to be able to, you know, kind of like whet your appetite for what you don't want to taste. Verse 63, and it shall come to pass. That as the Lord rejoices over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught, and ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess. My God, you mean folk can lose their property? Folk can lose their land? Folk can lose their stuff? Mm-hmm. There are, let me do it this way. There, there, there are trucks waiting with hooks to carry cars away from people who don't won't do what God has to say. There, there are, y'all think I'm cold because I'm laughing. The Bible just said God was laughing because these are people who purposed not to do what he said to do. Anytime God gives you a word clearly and you choose not to do it, in his mind, you've purposed to do the opposite, which makes you no more friend but now enemy. Does this make you sense? Does this make any sense to anybody? Now, I know we are not God's enemies. We are God's children and everything else. Let me come back theologically. I'm reading this out of the Old Testament, whereas Jesus Christ had not yet been provided. Now that Jesus Christ has provided, he has provided us this concept called everlasting life, life that just don't stop. But at the same time, we can still make choices to open the door for death to be able to manifest in the midst of our wonderful life also. Are you listening to me? So he says, ye shall be plucked up from, the, from off the land whither thou goest to possess. And the Lord shall scatter thee. Of course, remember, everything is saying this way because the Old Testament was written in the causative tense. Causative, which made it seem as though God was doing it. But no, God wasn't doing it. It was because of the choices that was made not to do what he said. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And thou shalt, be, thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known even wood and stone. I might as well back up to that one. And thou shalt be scattered among all the people from one end of the earth, even unto the other. I wasn't going to say this, but I might as well say this. I'm going to say this just right as I can. The concept of families being scattered by large distances is not God. God designed families to be within one area. God designed that families to be within one area. 
And whenever God takes a family into one area, all the family is supposed to be there. Satan comes to break the family up to cause them to be further away at distance because you lose strength and power in distance. And so when he says you're going to scatter you apart and, 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 and scatter families apart, and they'll be scattered from one end of the earth to the next. That might not seem like it's a big deal to people who don't understand, have God's understanding. But people who got under God's understanding knows that the power in a family is based upon proximity. That's why you go back to the old school way, you know, uh, many people from the same family living in the same neighborhood. Why? Because that gave them strength and power. Are you listening to me? You don't mind if I go way back? Families lived in the same house. Grown to? Grown to. They added another tent in attachment to the one or added another little tent just off the land and they lived in the same house. Somebody asked me why. Because that's how prosperity grew in a family. Because think about it, think about it, think about it. This is a, 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 a midweek message, but I mean, I'm just glad to say it. Because if, just think about it. If you got four kids and all four kids stay in another apartment, and let's just say for sake of mathematics, the apartment costs $1,000 a month. Then that's 4000 that's supposed to be sitting in the middle of that household that's now going out, yeah. Satan and tricked it to go out someplace else rather than go in the household to be able to build resources. So he scatters. That's one of the reasons why he'll cause one child to be against a parent and a parent to be against a child and the children to be at, in animosity against one another. That's all strife and confusion, which causes people to say, I'm out of here. Why? So he can weaken you, so he can divide, so he can conquer. It's a deep concept. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing that one of the many things that our God does for us is open doors for us that nobody else can shut. Doors that he opens so that we can receive what he has prepared for us. Hope that you're not only seeing that it's true, that God does open doors of opportunity for me and you, but I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God has opened for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he definitely opened for me and you. And that which he opened a door for us to obtain will never be obtained by me and you. What a shame if that happens. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, we invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a wonderful event held at Word of Faith SA tomorrow morning just for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. 
with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters that's including you. There's no charge for the free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and ends at 12 noon. Don't be late as if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers and word of faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of word of faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who have been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you so much. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he will do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.